Okay, I'll be speaking this morning from Acts chapter 5, from verses 1 to 11. I will be, um, I want to start reading, if you've got your devices or a Bible, if you want to open to um, chapter 4, verse 32, I just want to read from there just to give a, a bit of a background and context to the passage. Acts chapter 4 verse 32. All the believers were of one heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And grace was so powerful at work in them that there was no needy person among them. For from time to time, those who owned land and houses sold them, bought the money from the sale and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to everyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, used the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and bought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but bought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how has Satan, sorry, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the, some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold, and after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. A great fear seized all who heard of their Then some young men came forward, wrapped up his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing where it happened. Peter, they, Peter asked her, Tell me, is this the price that you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, that is the price. Peter said to her, How could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Listen, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. Then the young man came in and, finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. May God open our eyes and our hearts to the message which is in here today. It's a crazy story, isn't it? I was trying to think of um, anyway, just relevance for us here and now today. And I was one of the biggest stories that came into my head out of this week was a story about Andrew Andrew Colburn. He was offered the job as a CEO of the Essendon, Essendon Football Club, a job worth about $850,000 a year. And because there had been a sermon preached in the church that he went to, 
and back in 2013, which was considered to be against, or was, was considered to be not inclusive, I suppose is the terminology which they use these days, was critical of um, homosexuality and abortion. That he was told that he, he had to choose between his church and his job. What a huge choice. And he chose his church. He walked away from it. I've got three points that I want to bring out this morning. Just to be, anyway, three points. <laughs> the first one is, has Satan filled your heart? The second one is, made of glass. And the third one is honesty. Has Satan filled your heart? Now, you just imagine the inspiration which would have come out of seeing Barnabas come and lay all this money at the apostles' feet after he'd sold his block of land. And Ananias and Sapphira were obviously inspired by that and they had decided to do a similar thing. Imagine the discussion which took place when they talked about this block of land that they had down by the Jordan, which they hadn't seen for a while. Let's just sell that block of land. And um, we'll take the money and we'll do the same, same as what Barnabas did. We'll put the money at the apostles' feet. And then they sold the block of land and then all of a sudden other stuff started getting in their heads. Maybe I should keep a little bit of something. Maybe there's a little bit there for the green kids. You know, that rainy day, maybe I should keep a little bit aside for the rainy day. The problem wasn't that they kept it aside. The problem was that they pretended that they gave it all. The problem was deception. And I'm not, I don't know how that really fits into your lives, but I was thinking with mine, what are the things that I, dis, I deceive people, that I deceive myself about even? And one of the things is that I don't have time. I don't have time to sit down and actually read God's Word, my own personal personal time. I've, I tell myself I'm too busy, but I'm not too busy to sit down and spend a, an hour or two in front of the TV at a night lasting to relax. I'm not too busy to get on YouTube and watch, and watch a few things, but I am too busy to spend personal time, my own personal time, and something which I do struggle with. To... Um, read his word and, and spend some time meditating and praying. Interest rates are going up. They're going through the roof. If you've got a mortgage, you will notice the difference. You have less money to spend. What is one of the first things that go when um, interest rates go up? Petrol's going up. Food's going up. If you're, all your building products are going up. What are one of the most, what's something that we have which we can sort of justify and vary if we need to is our giving, our tithe. I was reminded of a passage in, um, in Malachi when um, Malachi brings this accusation against the Israelites. Why are you robbing God? And they said, how, how are we robbing God? Well, you're robbing God because you don't give your full tithe and you don't give your full offering. Now they were in a hard place. The Israelites had just come back 
out of being in exile, they come back to a city which had been torn down. They're trying to rebuild their temple, they're trying to rebuild their walls, they've got, they're trying to rebuild their houses. They have got enemies coming in on every other side and they're not giving their full tithe. You can understand it. And Malachi says to them, test me in this and you will see. You give your full tithe and you will see what I will do for you. I will bring the rain in the seasons. I will hold back the locusts. I will make the shine, sun shine when it should. When it should. <coughs> Your storehouses will overflow with the blessings that I can give you. Deception. That, is, that was a problem here. Let me get to my second point. Made of glass. You can feel some of the people, some of, no, sorry, all of the people some of the time, and some of the people all of the time. But you can never fool God. He looks straight through us. Again, the problem here, the money was all theirs. They could keep part of it, they could keep as much of it as they wanted to. But the problem was is that they pretended they were giving the whole lot. We had um, we had a family reunion at our place last weekend. We gave us the idea for the church camp, actually. We had well, Pauline side come over, or the, all the outlaws come over. <laughs> Forty-five people. It was brilliant. We had such a great time, and we had good discussions. But you could just see in the discussions that everything was good. How's work? Yeah, it's good. How's the kids? Yeah, it's good. How's life? Yeah, 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 it's good. How's your faith? Yeah, 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 it's good. Isn't it refreshing when someone says, actually, it's not so good? I'm really struggling at the moment, and it'd be really appreciated if you could just, you know, pray for me in this area. When it comes to our, when it comes to each other, we can pretend. We think we can pretend anyway. But when it comes to our God, we made a glass. He can see straight through us. He can see exactly what is going on. My third point, and that is honesty. I think in our little world, with all the pressures which are coming upon us at the moment, it is going to be much harder to be honest. Completely honest. How do we? I mean, I've, I um, struggled a bit with this last point. Because how do we? take what is written in here and live it out in this world where you'll be accused of all sorts of stuff not being inclusive look at some of the topics that we're coming up against sexual orientation 
sexual identity, homosexuality, abortion, euthanasia, designer babies. They don't really talk about that one yet. And to be a Christian in the middle of that, it's, you know, look at this Andrew Fulgham thing. They went back and they looked at the sermons which were on YouTube to bring the accusations against this guy. And it wasn't his personal views. It was a, a sermon that was preached in the church in 2013. Does that mean that, that, that one day if one of us is going for this high position job that they'll go through with where well, St. Clair's sermons on YouTube? Yeah. And dig something out? <laughs> it's, it's... I always, you know worry about what I say up here, especially when it comes to where I work, because I'm not allowed to say anything about what happens there. You know, come back. The choice is, to be honest, is going to become a lot harder. And this was the problem here with Ananias and Sapphira. It was not what they did, or it was this, the deception that was involved. And it brought about the end of their life. And it comes in tiny steps. You know, how do you eat an elephant? Just a little bit at a time. You don't eat the whole thing in one sitting, you never do it. Compromise. There was two people in the press who stood up recently for what they believe this book speaks about. And one of them is Israel Falau, and he's paid a big bright story. And this other guy, Andrew Fulburn. And I'm not sure there's many of that we haven't So I just want to encourage all of us just to be honest with what we understand. Don't pay a big price. Well, you probably might pay a big price, but not your faith, not your eternal life. And I know that all these topics are very controversial and I have a thousand different views on them. And I don't even want to really go into that. That's something we've got to wrestle with as individuals and work that out. And reconcile this with that and whatever else. Okay, thank you. Lord, I just want to... Thank you for just your word. And I just pray that you help each of us, Lord, in the world where we live, just to be able to work out what it is to stand up and to be honest about who we are, about what we represent, and about our faith in you and how that comes out. I pray you help us, each of us, in our different contexts to wrestle with that world. And to work out what it actually means and what price we might have to pay. Thinking that ultimately we have a place with you in heaven, in paradise. And it is a place where, where you are and it will all make sense. And I thank you for that. I thank you that this is only really a temporary time. 
in the world at the moment seems to be a bit of a crazy place with everything that's going on. And I just also pray to Lord that if you're coming back, or if you are coming back, let's come back soon. Mm. 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 Pray all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. Mm. Mm.